Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come and see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Laura Peterson. She has a beautiful story to tell us about her sister, Sarah. Such a good name. (laughs) But Sarah left us all too soon in life, but left a sense of joy behind. It's a an exuberance of living. So whether she left too early or not, she left life behind her in a way that has ignited Laura into doing something rather beautiful, which is a Choose Joy Foundation. And we're going to be discovering all about what this foundation is today. What, um, what you know, Sarah's diagnosis was, because clearly for, for you to be led into doing this, there had to be something that she looked at life in a different way, which is really beautiful. And there's a little quote here I'm going to read, which I chose for the banner, which is from your Facebook. And it's it's more often than not, joy is hidden in the cracks in the unforeseen places that God builds into our hard, uh, hardest times. And that is so true. You know, out of hard times will always come joy. It's Mm -hmm. this, we've just got to believe it. And that is one of the hardest things for us to do. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me today so I can continue spreading that message yes, of joy. Yes. <laughs> and you know, something joy is, is missing. You know, I think people are so busy striving to live, striving to exist, striving with all the problems and everything. They forget that there's this beautiful simplicity called joy. And anytime you take the time out to look at an animal or a child play, uh, people just simply enjoying the moment. You understand exactly what we're here for. So what was it about Sarah that was so joyous? Well, first of all, um, I think if she was sitting here, she would say that first and foremost, um, joy comes from a choice. Yes. So the most important uh, word isn't necessarily joy as it is choose. Yes. Um, We all have that ability and uh, that's where it all starts. Mm Mm-hmm. The choice. And and actually abstaining from a choice is a choice as well, isn't it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I think she would first of all say it came from her choosing, but her ability to make those choices, I think if she was here, she would say um, it's all about him. Mm -hmm. And it's about that um, connection and trust and believe and faith in God that she had Mm -hmm. that brought her to that ability to make that choice um, and to really trust that his his goodness, his um, purpose for her life was um, perfect. And so she just had to figure out how to use that purpose and move it forward. Big word purpose. I love the word purpose because I think if we're not in purpose – and in service of one another, you know, what are we doing here? You know, there is a purpose for us being here. And it is, you know, to become the I am, you know, that I call it the musical instrument of who we are, to perfect that enough to bring it to the we are, the orchestra of life and create that symphony that resonates out with everyone. And the reason we're here is to discover I am, 
uh, discover what we're here for, that meaningful purpose. And some lives are shortened and some lives are long, but it's the impact that we have along the way, isn't it? And, yeah. you know, the, the vessel may go, but the spirit's still here and the spirit still lives on. And when it can live on in something that is so exuberant as this, you know, it's that her purpose is continuing on. Right. Yes, that legacy and uh, purpose. When she was here, as you said, she left this world, in my uh, opinion, (laughs) much too early, um, although God had a different uh, plan for that. (laughs) But at the age of 38 years old, um, she, through her writing and through her teaching, each of us impacted globally thousands and thousands Mm. of people. Right. And I think that the amazing part of that was that she was able to do that from the four walls of her home because mm-hmm. she um, became allergic even to the air outside with the wow. disease that she had. What was the so, disease? The disease she had was a disease called ankylosing spondylitis. Wow. So Not heard of that. <laughs> a lot of people haven't. Right. Um, it's a form of um, arthritis where your bones begin to fuse and so you become immobile and so that part of the disease is very very painful Um, she didn't know from one day to the next whether she'd even be able to get out of bed in the morning Mm -hmm. Um, but it also was an autoimmune disease um, where it affected her immune system And so she found that she was a beautiful singer and she was vibrant and loved life. And so throughout her time, things just, all those gifts and talents that she knew were from God were also taken away at different times. Mm. And um, so eventually she was, became allergic to the air outside even through that um, immune deficiency. And so, um, to that extreme, she was still able to connect and make a difference in the world. Um, we had to Skype her funeral because we had people from Africa and Asia oh, and just around the globe yes. wanting to um, praise her and mm-hmm. thank her and celebrate her life. You know, I always believe we have a soul contract before we come here. You know, we're coming here for a reason. We're coming here to do a job. There's some, a mission that we're right. on, right? And we, we don't know when we're going or how we're going. But what I have found from all the shows that I've done is those that face the biggest challenges leave the biggest mark. And, and it is that inspiration. I call it inspiration for invitation. And when you're inspired by somebody, it invites them to look within themselves. Right. Well, if they can, I can. And there's so many people I've interviewed that have been crippled literally um either emotionally physically you know um whatever uh, but have found that way through the divine presence to guide them that belief you know and and some people have been knocked down so far and you've got i wouldn't have blamed them if they'd never got back up mm-hmm. with what's happened to them but they chose to get back up in that faith and then have said that despite what happened to them they wouldn't change anything because who they are and what they're doing today and the impact that they're having is so profound that is that's the reason they came here and so we have to look at these challenges that come along the way it's not the be all and the end Mm -hmm. it's how do we 
rise up through it. And of course, we're not alone. Never mind the people that are around us that are cheering us on. Yes. But the, the God within us is mm -hmm. always within us. And that strength that we feel we haven't got as a human sometimes, mm -hmm. just call on God, right? Yes, absolutely. And that was one thing that Sarah ended up saying um, is that she saw her disease as a blessing mm -hmm. because she could be a blessing to others. Right. And for people to be able to get to that point um, is just so remarkable. And one of the things she said is that we have to stop asking the why. Yes, why me? The why me, why me? Because it puts us in that place of victim. being the victim, right? Mm -hmm. And so instead to turn that around to say what and how. You yes. Know, what can I do? How can I serve? Right. You know, what is the purpose as we yes, talked about yes. for this and what does he need from me? Right. Um, because there is a purpose to right. all of it. If we seek it and find it, it's not the why me, but it's the, um, you know, I always ask people, what is their why? You know, why are you doing it? Right. Right. And it's right. because if you know why you're doing it, you've stepped into purpose. Right. And then right. the what and the how and the where all just kind of falls into place. Well, but if yeah. people get stuck in the why me, as you say, the victim mode. And you know what? Everybody that initially is going to get there because suddenly the rug's being pulled from underneath them. Right. And it's like, you know, why me? What did I do wrong? Because the first thing we think about is blaming <laughs> ourselves. Right. You know, we must have done something wrong. It's a punishment. And it's, um, and you go to go through that because in a sense, you're mourning a life that you're having to say goodbye to. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And Sarah said that too. You know, this decision to just choose joy didn't happen no. immediately, yeah. right? Yes. She oh, just, I've got this. I'm going to choose joy right, now. And it doesn't right. happen like that. Yeah. No, but it was um, her seeking him to understand. And there were lots of tears, lots mm -hmm. of frustration, lots of grief yeah. in all that she lost. Um, and no one blamed her for that. Yeah. But to get to that deepness in her soul, um, we have to walk through that. Well, through the fires. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And um, she did it. And instead of getting stuck, yeah. um, she rose above it. You know, and she used to say that too. She called it the um, pit of despair. You know, we all get that. Yeah. This, mm -hmm desperate pit in our stomach and we have to be able to get that out so that we can fill it with him so just I always imagine that um, kind of picture if you will of the tears and all of that is getting the despair out yes. so that we can replace it with right. the hope of him releasing releasing yeah. yeah you know we have to release the pain the doubt the fear uh, because you cannot have trust and you can't have love in that fear. And I'm not right. talking about the fear of, you know, fear of, um, you know, if I walk across the road, I might get hit by a bus. Yes, yeah, so we go, go to the cross light. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's the sensible fear that taps us on the shoulder and that's part of our instinctual. But yeah. the fear of being crippled to go and do anything because you, you know, the what ifs. Yeah. Well, change the tone of the what ifs. What if? Right. right? <laughs> and all of a sudden it has a totally different meaning, right? Yeah. And it's like, what if there's a reason for all of this? You yeah. know, what if I can, I can reach out to other people who have got it? What if I can show people you can still be joyous while you're going through this? And so that what if is very, very empowering, isn't it? Very, very empowering. And, you know, I remember her talking about that 
kind of moment for her. Um, and she said for her, it was God just drew a line in the sand mm -hmm. and said to her, you have to choose fear or me, right. but one can't exist if the other is true. Right. If you yes. really trust me, then the fear is yeah. not yeah. supposed to be there. Well, love is God and God is love and that is faith and that is trust. Yeah. You can't live in the fear and the doubt or the hate, right? If you are on this, it's the seesaw. Right. Right. And, you know, we, we have to choose our words carefully, but if you are going to choose it, you hate a situation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she hated her disease. Oh, absolutely. She would have loved to have been a right. <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, yes, you, there's a validation for certain hate things. You know, one of the things we're so busy throwing around the word hate to people. No, what we're doing is hating their action. Right. Right. But in, we have no right to hate the person because mm -hmm. most people's actions are coming from a place of pain and fear anyway. Right. Right. They haven't found their, their why or their purpose yet, or they haven't stepped into that love of that God or that light yet. Yes. Right. So because when you're there, despite what happens to you, and you're still you're going to get frustrated and have bad days. You're still human, but yeah. the trust that it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, there's another day is always the driving force, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think that um, for Sarah, a part of that, being able to do that when she was confined to her home was the community that she found through her blog writing yes, um, yes. and the friendships that she formed even online. And yes. so that was such a gift to her. And it was such an amazing learning yeah. of how... Um, true friendships can form even with people that we've never physically met before. I mean, look at the number of people yes, that yes. wanted to come to her funeral right. to celebrate yes. her that had never met her face to face. Right. But you see, it, we're vibrational creatures. We all resonate on a particular frequency. And when we find people that are on our same wavelength, you're traveling together already. You know, we get this restraints, restrictions of, of body. This is just the vessel to hone us in you know, the, the home base, but our energy and our spirit is out there all the time, touching people everywhere. And the beautiful thing about the internet and the reason why I do these shows, I can reach around the world yes. and I have an amazing online family that, you know, if I put up having a bad day or I need support, the flood of support that is there or the flood of celebration or the flood of this or that it's there. And people go, Oh yeah, on your online bodies. I said, yes, they are. They're just as much friends as my friends that are physically there because we're sharing that same loving vibration and we're yeah. caring for each other. And I think people put these barriers and walls around them unnecessarily. And if you could just take those walls down and understand that person on the other side of the computer or the phone, you know, on the Skype or in Zoom somewhere in the world is receiving you even receiving you without you even looking or talking to them. Once you've connected vibrationally, you're connected, aren't you? Yes, yes, yes. As God tells us, we're yes. all brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Right. And so, um, yeah. This that is the was, God vibration. Yeah, the God vibration <laughs> taking us everywhere. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes. And, and again, you know, it doesn't go to, you know, black, white, pink, yellow, polka dot or anything else. It's soul. It's the yeah. connection of the heart okay. and the soul. Yeah. Uh, in whatever embodiment it comes in. And of course, we're seeing the animal kingdom today 
becoming teachers um, because they're showing us how to simply love and forget about what encasing we come in. And it's it's all vibrational. And so we can't step into joy or we can choose to step into joy, but to do that, we have to nurture and love um, God's love. Yes. And I think that there's a distinction to make between happiness and joy. Yes. Yes. Um, Because some people use that interchangeably. And Mm. I think that with happiness you know, it can just blow in the wind depending upon a what's happening to yeah. you from a moment to yeah. the next. But true heart joy will mm. stay with you even through the deepest um, trials that you have. And you may not necessarily feel it in those trial moments, but um, you know that it's there and it'll come back to you. The warm blanket, the loving arms, always there, right? And even if you kick them off sometimes, you know, they, they find their way back over to, to wrap around you. Whereas you said happiness is like, oh, I'm so happy in the moment. And, and it's an exhilaration of energy, mm-hmm. right? Joy, I think, is something um, when you can step into joy, the, the, the sheer joy of your heart feeling good at looking out at nature. Yes. You know, that connection, it's more mm-hmm. connective. And yes. I think it's more in gratitude and appreciation where happiness in that moment is more a a statement of how you feel in the moment. But we need to step more into joy. And that means taking the blinkers off and paying attention to what's around us because such little things can bring you joy. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And that really is, um, you know, one of the last things that Sarah said to me before she passed away which um, we're celebrating her heavenly birthday on September 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're celebrating that with kind of a re, um, relaunch of uh, our um, website and the look and a brief yes. rebranding. So that's exciting. But she said to me that she wanted people to continue to yeah. learn and trust and believe in God as she had tried to be his disciple. But she said, she, it's not about me. It's about him. That was really the message that she wanted people to hear. And so, you know, as I continue to journey my family and I through this choose joy ministry, it's first and foremost, keeping in mind and remembering that this isn't about us, but Mm -hmm. it's about what he can do through us. And that's why walking the journey to starting the foundation and publishing her um, words into a book was all possible. I had no idea how to do that, right? But it was (laughs) and he opened doors and it's just been an absolutely humbling journey. Yeah. Yeah. I have a wonderful host on the show um, on the network here um, called Charles Edwards has been a reverend for 40 years, but he, he talks about God's uh, God universe spirit and, um, and that God is within us as is the universe as we're made up of the universe and we are the spirit of God. And he said, people have kind of segregated God, you know, put him in a, in a department of, you know, um, of, of judgment you know, and of, of um, you know, damning and of guilt and everything else, which is so far from what God is, because God is pure love. And it's when you step into God's presence, you're stepping into a consciousness. In that consciousness, you cannot willingly harm another. Not in good consciousness, right. not in good yes. godness, right? <laughs> so it's, I think it's a, it's a choice that we have to make is to... Um, 
it's not about us serving God. It's about serving ourselves, which is serving God. Right. And, right. and, and it's you being as abundant and as beautiful as you can be in the serving of your sister because you're continuing her legacy along, which has become, you know, your why now, your purpose now. Along with what. So it's sometimes if we get so restricted and dogmatic and, and, uh, um, Old Testament-y and, and don't step into the vibration and, and, you know, the spirit of God, we lose what we're meant to do. Right. right? We've restricted well, ourselves. Yes. And when I think about all that she learned through the struggles that she had to go through to be able to have that direct connection with God, why would that end just because she's not here? Right. right? Yes. I mean, why in the world yes. would we ever just she let that go? Yeah, yes. when she lived yeah. a way and she accepted a um, journey, um, she kind of said the same thing you did with this. You know, she said, for all I know, when I was a spirit in heaven before I was born, God showed me mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. before I was born. And I said yes to him. The soul contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The soul contract. I said yes. So... I need to just say yes down here too, right? In this this earthly, this lower story um, and and what we need to do with it. And so here we go, right? And the things we, nobody knows how long we've got here. Nobody knows, you know, you know, it's the, the people that, um, I hear one moment and gone the next and it was like, but I didn't even know they were sick or, you know, mm-hmm. car accidents or this or that. And, you know, it's, did they sign a contract for that? Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, they came to do. And the thing is sometimes if you didn't do, okay, we're, we're drawing the contract. <laughs> exactly. Well, that happened to my dad the year before my sister Sarah passed away. My dad was up um, boating and skiing with his, my mom and, and her um, siblings on a lake up in Minnesota, and he was stung by a bee. He went into anaphylactic shock and died. Right there and, and then. So, right there and then, you know, so absolutely. Mm-hmm. And gratefully, we can look back at his life from those yes. moments up until that, yeah. that you could tell he was serving others. Yes. And he taught us as children so much in his time here that we're grateful for right. that we know he served his purpose. And then and, he, and he hasn't gone. It's just the vessel that's gone. His right. is still right. here. His right. vibration and spirit is still here. This is the thing is why do we look at death as absolute? It's just an ending of a chapter right. of them. Their spirit moves on, whether they come back or what the next chapter is, is, is between their contract. It's what they leave behind. And, you know, look at why do we, you know, um, the greats that we look to the past, you know, sometimes centuries past and the impact that they had and our redirection and the rising of our consciousness in the teachings. Oh, they're dead. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. No, <laughs> they left us. The wisdom, right? the golden nuggets in order for us to take forth. That was their purpose. It's yeah. not for you to dismiss now. It's for you to actually understand the gift they left us. And you can carry that gift forward yeah. yes. if you're intentional and you yeah. choose to do that. Yes, intentional. Another big word. Uh, be intentional. Yes, <laughs> and, and intent. Um, a lot of people talk to intent, but don't carry through with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, I'm going to do that. And then I'm busy and this and that. It's, 
you know, the thing is, if, if that intent is strong enough and it comes from the heart, you're going to find a way, right? You are going to find a way. It's, um, but be intentional. If you say you're going to do something, explore it. If it's not for you or it takes you down a different path, that doesn't matter. Oh, you said you were going to do it. You should have done it. And if it isn't for you, don't do it. No, don't let somebody else dictate. But have some form of intent that you're going to explore. It will lead you to where you're meant to go. But we can't have an intent without action. Right. And communication. And communication. <laughs> oh, boy. And, that, and that's... You know, that's when you talk to people that are connected, you know, to the divine source, um, whatever the religion, you know, the, the God is within them. Um, the communication, when it comes from the heart, is a totally different dialogue as it, it comes mm -hmm. from the head. Yes. And when it comes from the heart, it comes with like a ray of sunshine. Mm -hmm. It comes with warmth. It comes with that love. And it, and it comes really in honest intent. Yes. Um, if it comes from the head, then it's something that's been taught, but it's not something that's been lived. Right. right? And there that's is a difference. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yes. Yes. And, and again, like um, you know, what your sister went through, um, it had to have come from the heart and the soul, from the warmth and the love to not only get through what she got through, to do what she did, but to leave the mark that she did. Absolutely. It wasn't an intellectual God thing. It was no. a heart and soul God thing. <laughs> yeah. In fact, um, she wrote for um, Encourage, uh, the women of Encourage. They have um, a blog and different things that they've written. And one of the gals, they did a video um, in honor of Sarah mm -hmm. um, after she passed away. And one of the gals went so far as to say, when you were around Sarah, and again, this was online, yes. <laughs> you felt like Jesus was in the room. Ah. And I thought, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. I mean, that's she was that truly, beacon of love. Yeah. 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 That's truly living yeah. a life and yes. loving as Jesus would have us love. And this whole thing about that you've got to get out there and, and, and you know, be in an arena with thousands of people and, you know, and Jesus saves. You know, it, it's an intimate thing. Look yeah. at this beautiful gift that we were given of the internet. Yeah, it has its bad sides. As with <laughs> everything, again, back to choice. Mm -hmm. Which side are you going to feed? If Absolutely. you choose to feed the side that really shares the love, shares the nurturing, shares the wisdom, it is like a domino effect. One person gets it, it fills them up, boop, 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 that lovely ripple effect goes out. And again, it comes down to choosing what you're going to feed. And, you know, I'm always saying, because I'm a soul awakener, you know, it, God speaks to us, you know, with a gut feeling, I don't know why, you know, I just know. So mm -hmm. I always say that's the divine speaking to you and it resonates with the heart in truth and it goes to your spirit interaction and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. Right? <laughs> nice. Because nice. that's your truth in the now, in the moment. That's the channeling of God and source of wisdom. When we just come from the head and we never connect the heart, the soul or the spirit in it, it's learned knowledge and it's constantly looking for a meaningful purpose and it's constantly contradicting itself and becoming judgmental. We have to bring the heart and the soul into it because if we don't, we're missing a massive chunk of information. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why, you know, a lot of times you so often hear, 
Um, you know, that person was so great. Why would God let yes. that happen to them? Those <laughs> yeah. kind of things. But to get that heart and that love to a point of being able to get that to your head, sometimes you do. Our biggest growth, our greatest growth is through the times of struggle. Otherwise, yes. we really try to seek and right. understand. Become you know, a little complacent. Yeah, yeah, we become a little complacent. You know, it's all going easy. I'm not going to rock the boat, you know? Right. And then a door slams. You know, I mean, this is, this is what I say. I, I interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things. But the thing what I love about what I do is I interview people who have had the redirect in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's the full rug underneath them, the cosmic two by four, or just a trip, you know, for some people the the new path is very evident and easy for them to go down. And for some people, it really is, you know, a wackaroo. And it's what they're here to learn from that is what's their strength? What's their courage? You know, where's that inner source of energy and faith uh, and love within them that's going to carry them through this? And to become who they're meant to become. And it's not, oh, does everybody have to go through a struggle? We all struggle one way or the other. Some people's struggles are much harder and more profound, but generally so is their message. Right. right? And that's one of the things when I talk, I say is we all have stories. Yes. Right? There's no one story that's better or worse than another. Um, but through those stories, we can learn and op be open and grow. And, you know, Sarah's story happens to be one of them. And I add some of my own stories to that as well. I lost my dad also. Of yes. A very sudden, um, with a without a chance to say goodbye. Yeah, there right, one moment, gone right. the next. Yes. Right. Last year, I went through my own seeking the why and the how and the what with breast cancer and mm. going through, um, you know, that whole journey with chemotherapy and right. radiation. And, mm. you know, so we all have our yes. stories. And the blessing is when we're able to find him in it yeah. and share that story with others so that they really can learn and grow also um, and have hope. And, you know, I'm sure you were inspired by Sarah of what she went through. Like, well, if she had the strength to do that, I have that strength within Absolutely. me as well, right? Her words took on a whole different meaning yeah, to me, yeah, you know, yeah. as they do others. You finally connected to them. Yeah. Right? I shouldn't say her words. God word through her. <laughs> There's still, you know, God gives the, the message. How we interpret the message is yeah. our words. Yeah. So it's still her words. But she just understood the message. I like that. Her words, God's message. <laughs> exactly. Nice. And, you know, and that channeling, I mean, there are some people who are conduit that channel, they don't know what they say. They're just purely reiterating. But for many people, it is given the message for us to, you know, to um, share. But it's always going to be in our understanding of the message. Yes. But yes. somebody else may get it and say, but I perceive it a different way. And that's okay. No, yes. no, that's the message it's got to be. No, to me, that message means something else because that's the intimacy of God's message yeah. is that it means this to you. It means that to that person and none of them are wrong. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That happened to us uh, when uh, the friend, my friend and I were doing a women's conference. Well, it wasn't just for women. We had a gentleman there who had made a um, commitment to be a priest and um, she had told her infertility story and her infertility story was the story that res resonated with him because of his decision to be a priest and to not 
you know, be married and all of those kinds of things. So you're right. You never know how someone else is going to take that story and the message um, is going to really make a difference in their life. How it's going to resonate with them. It's going to trigger in them knowledge they need to know. You know, I interview an awful lot of authors and the books I love are the ones that, um, you know, after you've read them, they could be on the bookshelf and you think, what do I need to know today? And you just open up and that page there right now has got a message for you that is so relevant to what you needed to know right now. And that's again, that, you know, that divine, you need this book, open up this page. <laughs> this is what it is. And the thing is, we're always like, but I don't know, where do I find the knowledge? Be still. <laughs> be still. Be still, you know, be in meditation, be in prayer, be in, in divine thought, whatever it is that you want to do, but be there open, ready to receive. Then let yourself be guided. But where are you taking me? But what are you ready about? Get out of the head. <laughs> we want to control it. And sometimes we just try too hard. <laughs> ah, you know, and you know, we could be right there where we want. But, but, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We get in our own way. Yes. Don't we? And, yes, and it's, um, you know, you've, you've got some people um, that go through life and they get hit with an illness and it's the end of their world. You know, for mm -hmm. them, it's like their lifestyle's been taken away and they're just so resentful and they're never going to get over that. You know, they don't see it as the challenge. They don't see it as a, as a passage, you know, to, of right for self, you know, of that God connection. And they become literally crippled by it. Yeah. And, um, you know, all of us have got something, you know, in, I live with a disease that's going to be with me for the rest of my life. And it's like, okay, we have to be partners. We have to work together, you know, yeah. and, and the disease says sometimes, okay, you've overdone it. I'm going to pull the rug from you. You know, you didn't listen to the warnings or sometimes I'm tapping you on the shoulder and know your parameters and it's a partnership. And that's yeah. the thing is, you know, I'm sure when you were going for the breast cancer, it's like, okay, the partnership is, I know you're with me, divine God, you're going to help me through this. But the partnership is now with the body. Body, yep. God's with me. We're going to work together to make sure that this doesn't take me because it isn't my time. That's right. I have a message to share. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this is just another part of that, uh, a layer of that message of, of survival. You know? And I, call, I prefer to call it thrival because I think you know, when you're surviving something, you come out of it thriving if you've sure. really got the message, nice. right? Nice, yes. Yeah. I like um, that. So you've got this beautiful book coming out and I've seen the site. It's lovely. Please go to it folks. Um, and you can just quickly drop the, the link in there. We're going to do it again later, but throw the link in there. It's uh, <laughs> choose joy. Joyfoundation.com. Right. So um, we will talk about more about that a little later, but um, it's, I've interviewed an awful lot of people who just started blogging because they wanted to express themselves. And I've seen a blog I've liked and I say, I want to interview you, but I'm just kind of just putting out a blog. And I said, no, I like what you have to say. And they've gone on to doing more and more, even having their own shows and, you know, expanding out because all of a sudden they realized they were talking to people mm -hmm. and they were talking about other people's lives. It's their lives, but somebody that's happening to me, you know, and you did what, or I'm not alone. You know, yeah. And we've got to realize how impactful it is to share our story, to share our feelings, to share where we're at, because it lets other people know they're not alone. And right. it also helps other people to know how to go through it. What tools did you use? What mindset did you use? How did you get there? I'm here. How did you get there? And 
the village always was about sharing the stories, wasn't it? Without judgment well, or damnation, and this is the village again. Yeah, he calls us to be in community with yes. one another. Yes. He calls us to do this life together. Right. And, you know, cyber is now, you know, beyond the village. <laughs> it's a global <laughs> village now. And that's the beauty of blogging or videoing or podcasting or anything. It's something that reaches people anywhere in the world. And right. When you take away people's vehicle, color, size, shape, when anything else, if you take away their cultural thing and you take away all of this language, etc., and you look to the common denominator of, of human beings, yeah. we are all looking for the same thing, aren't we? Right. Well, and I think it's important for us to do this because in the world, there's so much hate, there is so much negativity, there is so much anger with one another, um, fighting and being conflictual instead of really being in community to respect, understand and love one another, that we can't do enough of this to be able to spread that message even more than that negative messages right. that we get. It's stepping into a consciousness. And, you know, um, I, I'm doing a whole series right now under my Eco Solutions called Let's Get Synced. And it's, in, it's interviewing um, the climate emotional changes to bring about climate change. And the fundamental message with everybody, no matter what their tool is, is that we have to step into our own consciousness of our own intent, our own imprint, our own reasons for doing things. And if we can step into love, mm -hmm and show kindness and caring to one another and to our, to our planet and to our animals and to everything else instead of the gluttony that we've set into, right? Into the opulence and into the consumerism and into yeah. the hate and the segregation. We know it's not working, folks. Your planet's falling to pieces. Everybody else is falling to pieces. That's not working. If we can step into this, we not only resolve our own human issues, we resolve planetary issues we res resolve the frequency and the vibration of the planet, which holds the core together. So yeah. we are the problem, but we are the solution. Solution. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I do uh, my choose conferences with a friend of mine. Her name is Jill Miller. She's a Nashville recording um, artist, singer, songwriter, and she sells a t-shirt that just says, love God, love others, love. That's it. I mean, that we'll is stop. the great yeah. commandment. <laughs> Yes. That is the great commandment, yes. is to love. And so it is really that simple. And um, Jennifer, um, oh, come on, the singer, Puerto Rican, gorgeous, fabulous oh, attorney. Um, Lopez? Thank you. Gone blank there. I wanted to go love Hewitt, but no, it wasn't her. Um, <laughs> she did it with um, Manuel, you know, who did Hamilton. Right. And they'd, it was for one of the um, fundraisers after a tragedy. They did this great song, uh, Love Makes the World Go Round. Oh, yes, yes. And, 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 and it's got such a great beat, but it is, you know, there's one part where he says, you know, there's just love, there's just love, there's just love. And, you know, that's the thing, folks. What we're mm -hmm. trying to get you to understand, I know you're in pain, I know you're in despair, I know you feel disconnected, I know you feel hate, and all the list goes on. But if you choose to step into the joy of love mm -hmm. and feed that, nurture that, there lies your answer. Yeah. You know, God isn't in the hate platform. God's nope. in the love platform, mm -hmm. right? So right. if you want to experience God, 
go to love. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> I'll give you a standing ovation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Here> you go, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> it's too simple for so many people, isn't I know. it? Yes, but it's, the world problems. Does that the world problems is because there isn't enough love. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's too much hate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, but we are seeing that though. We are seeing a change, aren't we? In 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 yeah. leaders, in business, in people. When they're realizing, if I simply care for you, mm -hmm. you know, then I care about you, and care where you go. The people that she she affected around the world. It, that she connected is that through her writing she cared which invited them to care back and yeah. in that created love yeah yeah and it was a heart love i mean it was yes. not a head love beautiful. a heart love <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and she didn't do it to to i'm going to go and impact people around the world right it was it was her story right. that was just put online that obviously caught momentum and that right. was god's design I'm yeah. going to switch the volume yeah. up on this. Right? Yeah. She yeah. didn't do it to get. No. 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 She, she did it because that is what she was called to do. And that's what um, provided her the joy mm -hmm. to be able to then choose each and every day. You're right. Yes. We don't know the impact we're going to have unless we do. Mm -hmm. you know and i think that the important thing is first instead a lot of people are stepping into doing before being mm -hmm. you know i say yes you can do to find your beingness mm -hmm. but it's your beingness that you need to be to try understand what it is you need to do because we're human beings not human yes, doers <laughs> exactly and the doingness must be driven by the beingness mm -hmm. right which right. a lot of people, they're so busy doing. But I'm doing the right thing, and I don't feel connected when you're not being yeah. the right person. Yeah. And that means you could be doing the wrong thing or doing the right thing in the wrong way because you're not connected. Back to yeah. the word connection, you know. Oh, this, you know, here we have all the opportunity in the world to connect with one another, but we're so busy speaking at each other. We're not speaking with each other, are with we? Other. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's right. And really seeking to understand. Um, that's, I do some business coaching as well. And that's one phrase that I always talk about when we teach about communication is seek to understand mm. before being understood. And that was probably one of the biggest things that Sarah talked about also was the, the only way to show people how very important they are is to be wholeheartedly present with mm. them. Mm -hmm. in that moment yes like turn everything else off in yes. the busyness of the world yes turn everything else off and be present with the individual that you're with and through that you show them <laughs> <laughs> look at them connect with yeah. them be yeah. present yeah. yes yeah. yes and you know that's such a great lesson yeah. yes you know one of the um, because she couldn't work outside of the home, we all make goals for our lives. And one of the things that she did was made life goals for mm -hmm. herself because she couldn't work outside the right. home. And so those life goals, though, um, she said that she just wants people to learn that there's so much more than what do I want to go yeah. or who do I want to be and yeah. all of those kind of things. And one of her life goals was to be present in every moment savor those moments yes 
the gift of the present is in the now. Yes. Yep. And we're so busy chasing the next moment. We forget about the moment is now. Yep. Yep. The person in front of you is the person you're connecting with. It's not about, yes, now tell me about yourself. You know, it's eyeball to eyeball. Vibration and that moment would, may be a purpose yes. <laughs> for yes. you that you were seeking. Right. And, you know, there's always something we're going to get out of something. Oh, you know, like um, I went there to discuss this and they discussed that. and I didn't want to hear that. But if you uh, look over it, what did you get from that? Well, you learned where you didn't want to be. Mm -hmm. maybe you didn't right. know that beforehand right. there's always a message in something and sometimes mm -hmm. we don't get the message straight away but all of the, you know coming along later oh okay that's the reason why that happened mm -hmm. right yeah. don't look at at, at redirections or, or you know the maneuvering along the maze and you didn't get to the end when you wanted to as a failure the failure is to stop in the middle of the maze and say i'm not going any further Right. right. It's you're going to land on your horse many, many times <laughs> in life. And it's a question of how do you get back up? Because yeah. that's really where the challenge is. How are you going to get back up? Yeah. Where's your tenacity? Well, and I think we have to realize that not only is our free will and our path and journey is about our choices. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our journey is put upon us because of other people's choices. Yes. <laughs> and so when that happens, how do we pick up and trust and have faith in the fact that he will continue to provide? Yes. And those are, that's kind of what I try to talk about because mm. I've also been through divorce, not mm. something that I would have ever chosen for myself. <laughs> it was chosen by someone else. Right. And I had to figure out what that meant and yes. realizing that there's a difference between giving up and letting go, right? Yeah. I Thank didn't you. give up on yes. the life I wanted with mm. kids and, you know, a husband and being a mom and all those things, but I did have to let go of a, um, a picture of what I thought that was going to right. be and uh move on and trust that god had other, other right plans. and to realize in your book of life you're many chapters and some mm -hmm. people are not designed to be to the end of the book right you know you 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 evolve from chapter to chapter and if they evolve in a different direction then you have served your time together you can still be amenable and friendly about it mm -hmm. and wish them well you can still be interactive you're just not meant to share the same path anymore Right. And to get to that point, you have to choose to forgive. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And that is something, you know, don't hold a grudge. It's such a waste of energy. Um, and, you know, we have to actually understand that um, hating somebody because they hurt you. Well, we have to take some ownership along the line that we allowed that hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, we did not um, place the value on someone um, to or place the value upon ourselves. You know, I know, I know in my marriage it was completely wrong. And, <laughs> and it was, um, when it came to it, it was actually my children saying, time for a divorce, you know. And when it came to it, I had to realize, uh, not only were we not suited, but he was a browbeater, but I gave him the fuel. I gave him the boots to kind of proverbially kick me with. He put the boots on and did the kicking. Mm -hmm. So we, we both had something to do with this. And it's when I said no more, you know, that's when things started disintegrating and, and like it's come to an end. But we have to understand what are we attracting? 
why are we attracting the same person? Are we not giving ourselves enough self-value, self-love? Because everybody's looking out there for love. You have to find it in here first. It's within you. Just switch on the old God love. And, 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 and it's like a little machine. Boom, boom, boom. Everything starts lighting up. And you go, you know, I like who I am. I like what I represent. I like what I do. I like my life. Or if I don't, I'm going to go and find something I like to do and that I love and that's meaningful. And then in that love, you'll start attracting other people on the same vibration. But we attract what our vibration is at, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Well said. <laughs> um, a lot of people today, you know, don't go to church, um, have lost faith in religion. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about God, it isn't about religion. If you found mm-hmm. a church that you're at home in, great. But when we're talking about God, we're talking about that beautiful, universal, divine energy that is made up you know, we're made up from that is within every one of us. It's a source. It's our generator. And it's what keeps us going. The more that we feed that generator, it will feed us and everything that we do. And it's, you know, it's again, as human beings, we've always wanted to box things and label things and et cetera. And when we look at God and the energy, there is no boundaries. There is no box. There's no file. It is constantly fluid and movement and expansion, isn't it? Yes. And I just always look at all the different religions as kind of the earthly rules and laws that we put on things. As long as the church is biblically sound, (laughs) it doesn't really matter. Yes. And the thing is, is, um, you know when God's within you. Mm -hmm. You know when you've, you've switched that pilot light on, you know, and you start feeling that generator kick in and you start seeing life differently. You know, you start stepping into the joy of life. You start seeing a more meaningful purpose. You start caring more. Your kindness is switched on. Your connection is switched on. And, and you know, yes, you, you are now in, not in the presence of God. You, God is in the presence of you. You, of you. are. Yeah. 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 Yes. And, you know, I love You're that. My church. <laughs> son, yes. My son gave me a um, saying on Mother's Day one day that says, um, live your life so that those who don't know God will come to know him because of knowing you. And that's really what it is, is you flip that switch on and people can see him resonate through you. And that's what Sarah did, right? Through her words and everything. She invited people to see the God that illuminated through her, despite what she was going through, despite the the knowing that the years were going to be numbered. Mm -hmm. And it was stepping into that light and being that beacon that other people felt and that other people saw that draw them to her. Yeah. And that's, you know, and now you're continuing that beautiful gift on and keeping yeah. that resonance of light going so that it can keep expanding because light is really hard to contain. It wants <laughs> to get out there. It's going to find every crack. There is, right? <laughs> so maybe I should tell my husband to quit trying to get those blackout blinds to keep the light out. It's it's you're being shining bright. It needs to get out there. <laughs> Don't restrain it. Don't box it. Cute. I think it's also important to know though that we're given a certain amount of energy and we do have a boundary. Uh, you know, that boundary is I'm resonating at this vibration in, in this, uh, this particular energy. And that doesn't mean I have all the energy in the world to go everywhere. Right. What it means is that I have enough energy to touch you. 
And in your light and energy, you now touch another. It's the mm -hmm. matrix. It's the spider web. It's the domino effect. It's not about one person being so bright. There's only a few people in time that are chosen for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but with us, we can be bright enough to influence and inspire the people within that light parameter and that it lights them up and so on and so on. That lovely ripple effect. It's not about being so bright because to be that bright can be blinding. Mm -hmm. right so as i said only a few people in time have chosen to be that bright because they knew how to use their light yeah right yeah yeah and that was i think the beautiful gift that sarah brought to others also is that she wasn't preachy about what she mm -hmm. you know had to say she wasn't you know all up front and in yes. people faces about it. It wasn't dictatorial. Um, no, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like we said before, it was about really listening and seeking to understand and then sharing inspiration, invitation. inspiration yeah. and invitation, right. And, yes. and really just meeting people where right. they were at and guiding them through that journey. Yes. And, and that's really all it's about. You know, if, when you step into your beingness of who you are, and you've stepped into that love and, and your presence of God, your own church there. What you resonate out, people will be drawn to you who are needing that, who are needing their own generator switched on. Mm -hmm. You are that inspiration. You are that light. You are that fuel to get them going. Uh, it then is up to them what they take with it. It's not about them coming back and sucking all your energy out. It is then up to them to keep their own generator going of love mm -hmm. and to find their meaningful purpose. And once you step into purpose and service, right, which is very different to servitude, serving against your will or at your own sacrifice. When you step into that meaningful service of one another, of your purpose, it is so energizing, so generating, so feeding. It is amazing, isn't it? It really is. It really is. It just, and it keeps you going. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't take so much energy then because you, it, it helps feed what that needs. Right. We are designed to discover our beingness, why we're here and our doingness, our purpose. And we are designed in our self-discovery of our journey is mm -hmm. to find out what that is. And for some people, I think, I think the generation we're looking at now with our children they're not only born into it, they won't need to go through so much transition to be it. They seem to right. be it already, right? Mm -hmm. For us, you know, we, we've lived on an old programming for so long. This is why we go through the rocky roads to get to this truth, because that's the only way we're going to actually, actually understand what the truth is. These yeah. kids are already born with it. They're already there. They're our teachers, and we should learn from them. Yes. But, I think it's wonderful that you've taken her work and, and not just like it's just something you've kept in the family or the friends and, you know, she's gone now. Goodbye, everyone. Mm -hmm. It's about now. Now, what do you do with it? What do you do with this legacy? You know, she left so much light around the world. You don't want to see it dim out. That's right. You know, and you want to see that that light continues on. And it's basically like the Olympic torch being passed on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't burn it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Keep it going because it's an inspiration. And, yeah. and it allows other people's stories to come up and other people's inspiration. And they may take on the baton 
and and carrying a spread out and there is enough light for everyone absolutely yep absolutely keep the keep the flame a going there's yeah. lots of songs about that right yes <laughs> definitely and use song use words you know, whatever, whatever your medium is you know for, for your sister you know she started blogging for some people they suddenly pick up a guitar and start playing or singing or dancing i don't care what your medium is but right. step into your communication that expresses your love because that's what will inspire other people along the way mm -hmm. right it doesn't have to be right. now you've got to be a blogger you were designed for something step in right right absolutely yeah yeah so tell us about the site and what it does or how it invites people and how it keeps things going sure the choose joy foundation uh, website that is um, we have up and going is really a mechanism for people to obviously um, understand and know and also get to um, read sarah's uh, words god's message as we you so eloquently put it before um, so you can order the books that way but all of the proceeds then of whether it's the books, we also have a store out there where you can buy some Choose Joy merchandise so that we can have all those proceeds go to the foundation. And then um, once we have enough dollars in the foundation, what we want to do with those proceeds is to give it back out into grants. And mm. so we're able to then fund um, different healthcare um, situations or nonprofit type organizations um, so that we can continue to give in that way as well mm. so that we can continue to receive and spread God's message when we choose to invest in people we actually are truly creating the profit of life the abundance of life yeah. um, and I've seen so many people beautiful people who have had the cosmic two by four the rug pulled beneath them and they've completely fallen and they're trying to get back up and I know all the people that can help them but one of the biggest things that gets hit is the wallet mm -hmm. and they can't afford the services yeah. and people are very generous in giving services along the way but they can't afford to give free services right. there because they're maintaining living so I'm oh. always on the 10% principle give 10% <laughs> away at least but it's I've also got the foundation where I'm doing that it's to help people that are hit that rock bottom to get yeah. back up not a handout a hand up right. you know to get the people they need to help them get back on their feet to step into their own meaningful purpose and the more that we're willing to do that instead of discarding people mm -hmm. the more we're willing to help them find that generator within them and find their meaningful purpose the more enriched and abundant humanity we would be Yes. So kudos yeah. to what you're doing. Yeah. It is so the really foundation is really set up for the financial side yeah. of it, but also then um, to continue to spread that message. Yeah. So, um, we do choose conferences um, that we've set up, um, and we also have on YouTube a friend of mine and I do weekly choose chats. Oh, great, <laughs> wonderful. So wonderful. they're just like four to five minute just chats on, yes. on how to make choices and godly choices right. that can Life. a little coal for the generator right exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a little boost so, yeah we've got, we got to understand you know the generator within us if that love that god presence etc does need fueling mm -hmm. right it does need rejuvenating it's not yeah. like it's just there it's not going to be you know the activator that's going to keep on going no you've got to you've got to nurture it and so it is get your little choose fix you know of yeah. boost of enthusiasm and boost of love and then you just make you feel good 
And that's what we well, want to do is feel good, you know? Absolutely. It's kind of like we said with Sarah. It's not like every day she was right. happy and joyful. I'm not either. And right. I'm in this every day. Yes. And so sometimes when I do the conferences or do these choose chats, it's like, duh, Laura. <laughs> you yes. need, to, yeah. you need to listen to your own words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, that one. Yeah. And that's the importance of it is, is again, interaction and participation in your own life is so very important and the thing is because of this lovely gift of the internet we can now get that you know whenever we need it and that's the thing you've got it there you've got the little messages you've got the the blogs you've got the book you've got everything there so if somebody's just needing a little joy in their life then they can choose joy found it choosejoyfoundation.com that's right they can go to that and just dip into a little joy there and get their fix yeah <laughs> i'm quite happy for you to be addicted to love <laughs> <laughs> well this has been wonderful thank you so much um so it's choose joy foundation.com how do Correct. people get hold of you uh so they can either email me at choose joy foundation at gmail.com or my phone number is also on the website so Next. Yeah. Wonderful. And they can get the book and everything from the site. Yep. They can go right out to the site or it's on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, all where books are sold. Wonderful. <laughs> and, and you know, we're, we're getting up into the Christmas season. What a lovely gift to give to people. Yes. Yes. Right? And we also, um, the year that I was going through breast cancer treatment also put together a study guide and DVD series to go oh, along wonderful. with So if you're in a small group or you're looking for a study, um, we have that available as well. Right. And, uh, and you're still in business or this has become your business. This is my business. So, (laughs) (laughs) and are you going to be doing any business platforms in there? Helping people um, kind of discover their business side of themselves. I am a certified business coach as well with action coach Sue land with a friend of mine here. So yes, we do that as well. Excellent. Wonderful. One-stop shopping, folks. Absolutely. (laughs) It's all there. Um, Thank you so much. And and thank you for keeping um, Sarah's light alive, you know, and it's, that's all we, you know, what we want to know is that our lives have had an impact, a positive impact, Mm -hmm. that we've left something behind. It's not an ego thing. It's a purpose thing. You know, did I count? Did I leave something behind that helped humanity? You know, that, that made it a better place than once I came. And I think that's the important thing. If we're willing to step in to that beautiful presence, you know, that God generator that, of love that's inside of us, we will find that purpose. We will find that beingness. We will know what to do. And we'll, all of us have something to leave behind. And ultimately, that's, you know, we're, we're leading the seeds and the tools and the wisdom for the next generations. Yeah. And that's important, isn't it? And we want to leave it better than when we came, right? Oh, boy, do we. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for helping me guide, um, you know, just spread light and spread the joy. So I appreciate it very much. Oh, I appreciate it. Anything to do with joy and the choice and positivity <laughs> and uh, God's presence. Yes, most certainly up my cup of tea for sure. And uh, just the exuberance of it exuberance of it right it's just so good it feels good yeah. you know as i said be addicted to love i'm quite happy <laughs> if you <do> so. <laughs> but it has to be god's love that yeah. generates you to love everything in life because you'll see things differently yes right therefore you'll do things differently and you'll invite different people and different things to happen to you because that's the way it rolls so right 
Thank you so much, love. Until, uh, oh, my pleasure. And until next time, folks, remember, you are the answer. You just got to switch yourself on. Where's your generator? Have you filled it with love lately? Have you filled it with kindness and caring for yourself? You can't care for anyone else until you care for you. So be a little selfish, love and nurture and ignite your presence within you, your God divine presence within you and see what happens when that generator kicks in. <laughs> until next time, folks. Bye for now. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcast and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.